Hello, everybody. Welcome back to She Talks. It's Ale. And what another beautiful day to record She Talks. Um, also, let me triple check. I'm not triple check, double check I'm recording. Okay, cool. Um, I don't have my laptop with me right now. It's in my backpack, but I'm just kind of too lazy to go and like get it out. And then like, there's not that much room on my table I'm recording on. So then it's like, I wouldn't have room for my laptop. So I'm reading my notes off my phone today. Because, you know, I have so many ideas I have to plan. And so I don't go on too many irrelevant tangents. That's why I write notes so I can, like, keep myself on track. Anyways, I hope you're all doing amazing. I hope you all enjoyed my one-year episode of She Talks. If you have not already listened to it, please go give it a listen. It's probably one of my most favorite episodes. And it's just a really good episode of reflecting. And, you know, just... I was really proud. And I am really proud of my accomplishments I've done in this last year with my podcast. So... I would love for you guys to go listen to it. And also, side note, I was supposed to upload the video podcast for the one-year episode, like, literally the day it came out, but I ended up having to come back to Malibu for work, and then I got really busy here because, okay, another tangent, but it it makes sense. Let's just reflect on my week, and then that's why this all makes sense. Anyways, um, so yeah, Monday was it? Yeah, Monday. I came back to Malibu because I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so I had to be here. And I was going through my closet. And for those of you who, like, know me, I own, like, far too many clothes. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of us in this world that own way too many clothes. So I know I'm, I'm, like, not alone in this. But I own a lot of clothes. And my closet here in my apartment is, like, really small. And um, it's not, like, super small. But it's not, like, big. Especially for, like, my wardrobe. Like, my college dorm room closet at Point Loma was bigger than this. So... Yeah, my closet's kind of tiny. And I also practically only wear, like, hoodies and, like, sweatshirts and, like, zip-up jackets. Like, I, I live in, like, jackets and, like, sweaters, okay? And so they're thick, they're hefty, you know, and they, and they take up a good majority of my closet. So I got rid of, like, a bunch of hoodies. I got rid of a bunch of shirts. I got rid of a bunch of jeans that are, like, in my drawers or, like, pajamas I don't wear, like, I basically did, I didn't get rid of it, but, like, I took out all the clothes that I took here to my apartment with me that I don't wear here because I've already been here for a few months and I already, like, know the things I'm always constantly wearing and then there were some things I literally didn't even put on my body. So, I had to get rid of a bunch, a bunch of hoodies too, which was so hard because I love keeping, like, all of my hoodies here because it's, like, you know, like, I, I wear all of them all the time, but I had to be strict with myself and I was like, Ale, like, you literally don't wear this here. It makes no sense for you to have it if you're not even going to wear it. And so anyways, I got rid of a bunch and all my clothes fits in like one closet now. Mind you, it is really packed, but it all fits. Anyways, that was why that whole like the deep cleaning like thing and like unpacking whatever is what sidetracked me before the days I would work and then that had also sidetracked me from editing and uploading the YouTube videos so that will be coming um I start school this week but it's like syllabus week so I'm not really gonna have any homework um so I will be getting on the editing grind anyways enough with those tangents let's get into today's topic which is self-care so yeah, sounds so obvious, sounds so bland, like self-care, uh, you know, self-care, uh, like everyone talks about self-care, but I feel like as much as like I feel like this podcast is a self-care podcast, 
I feel like I've actually never spoken about self-care. And I think I've said like bits and pieces of it, but I think I don't I don't think I've ever devoted a full episode to it. If I have, then that's really bad on me and my memory, so I apologize. But let's get into it. What exactly is self-care, y'all? Um, at least like for me, self-care is honestly just like looking after yourself and just prioritizing your happiness and like your mental health and your physical health like anything that you can do that literally makes you happy like you're not doing it for someone else you're not doing it like because everyone else is doing it like you're doing it because it's genuinely going to make you happy like I feel like that is self-care even like tiny little decisions in life like those are self-care decisions because like you're taking care of you I don't know self-care can kind of just be shown like a million different ways but I'm gonna go into Three distinct areas I feel like self-care can really be, like, prioritized in. And that's, like, mind, body, and soul. And let's start with the mind. So, for at least for myself, like, my self-care for, like, my mind is reading, is writing in my journal, and, like, watching my favorite shows. So, reading. Um, I used to really hate reading. Like, I used to despise it, especially, like, in high school because I think I've touched on this in, like, earlier episodes. But, like, in high school, like... Your AP teachers would give you, like, literal insane deadlines for reading. And if anyone out there is like me, I'm a slow reader. And I also, like, cannot grasp some information. If, like, the book is pretty dense, like, it's kind of hard for me to, like, process that information, like, in a fast manner. So I'll have to, like, read pages and read paragraphs, like, a million times. And then there's that whole thing where you're, like, reading a whole page, and then you go to the bottom of the page, and you realize you didn't read any of it, that your eyes were just scanning over the words, and you were really thinking about something else in the back of your mind. So those instances always occur. And also, like, the books I had to read in high school, like, some of them were good, but some of them were, like, really bad, and you just had to read it because it was, like, the school's weird, like, obligation for, like, kids your grade to, like, read this book. Because apparently by, like, reading that book, it was, like, I don't know, like, why did we have to do that also? Like, why why did we have certain books that everyone had to read? I also, like, I feel like there's Pride and Prejudice. I think a lot of people had to read that, and I never did. Or there's another book, like, something, like, it has something to do with a bird. Um, cannot remember it, but I remember, like, sophomore year of high school, a bunch of my friends had to read it. Was it Mockingbird? No, that's, like, a Hunger Games movie. Fuck this is so embarrassing oh my god i'm looking it up online right now oh my god i literally no mockingbird is not like a is a hummingbird i don't there's a book about a bird book about oh my god i literally oh book mockingbird that's uh is a it's a real book oh to kill a mockingbird to kill a mockingbird yes okay that's literally the book i'm thinking of okay sorry guys i literally had to look that up right now it's to kill a mockingbird i knew it was mockingbird or something something anyways i don't know why but that was i guess it's like such a fundamental book for like everyone like sophomore year of high school like had to read it and i never read that book like it was never assigned in my class also my sophomore year english teacher was like it was a weird class. It was, like, not your typical English class. I mean, it was chill because, I mean, I didn't really have that much work to do. and It was easy, but it was also, like, an advanced English class. So that was, like, another weird thing to me. I guess I just got lucky and got a chill teacher. But anyways, yeah, like, that book is apparently so fundamental to, like, my learning experience in high school. But did I ever read it? No. 
So I don't know. Anyways, back to like reading. Um, I think like reading things that you actually enjoy at a pace that you enjoy is self-care. Because like I said, I used to hate reading and I found a love for it last summer and it was because I started choosing books that like I actually enjoyed, which obviously is the whole point of reading. But I think when it comes to reading, like everyone just thinks of like those books you had to read in like high school or like middle school that you were so bored of and you hated. And you know, it's kind of sad because I feel like the school system has kind of shaped our image of reading to be bad. Because I feel like if you go to anyone and you ask them or like, ask them if they read or like tell them you like to read they think you're weird you know what I mean I mean that's not like everybody I mean I've met so many people who are like oh my god reading is so dope like I love reading too and so we can like all like agree on those things but there's also those people that you meet and they're like oh my god like you like reading like you know what I mean so I don't know like I said I think the education system has really made everyone's depiction on reading horrible and I mean like I used to be the same I'm like oh my god I hate reading like that's horrible like terrible but think about it like anytime we've been forced to read first of all forced we've been forced to read things and we've been forced to read things we don't even want to read and it's like yeah I know like in elementary school and like middle school you're given like the choice to like pick books out and like book club or like book reports like whatever but then also teachers would give you super unrealistic deadlines for that too and so I don't know I think there's a whole like stigma on reading and like people just like associate negative thoughts with reading when in reality we should think positively about it because it's actually fun and like your mind can grow in so many different ways. Um, I don't know. I like reading now and it's crazy because like same thing with like my brother Ozzy like he used to also despise reading but now this kid's like reading three books right now like I'm not even kidding I've never seen this much dedication to reading. Every morning Ozzy has this whole like routine Okay, and this also connects with the idea of self-care because I admire Ozzy's routine for self-care greatly, okay? Ozzy will wake up in the morning, right? He goes downstairs and he'll like sometimes like read the Bible and like do some of his prayers and stuff and then he'll get into his reading and he reads like two or three books at a time and he'll set a timer for each time he reads every book and he'll read out loud so things that I love to do when I'm home is I'll go in our dining room that's like Ozzy's like place for his morning routine and so I go in our dining room and I'll sit on the couch like across from him and I just listen to him read because the books he's reading are actually like really interesting and it's nice too because he gets to like stop and he'll discuss his books with me and then him and I get in this conversation about like life and we get in what like the author is actually saying and like what my interpretation is of it like he'll ask me what mine is and then he'll tell me what he thinks it is and then we talk about our similarities and differences in it and it's crazy that like reading can do this for you okay so anyways pick books that you like to read or at least for me like I pick books that like inspire me or books that I can like relate to an emotional level on because that's how I process my emotions is like relating with people and like finding comfort in my emotions you know that's how I process them um also journaling like I said is for my mind I will sit down and I love just jotting down everything I'm thinking because that's what's gonna help me carry on in life and carry on that day like honestly like Sometimes at the end of the day, I'll feel very frustrated or I'll feel like, you know, I'll be really happy or maybe I'm just feeling like an overwhelming feeling of sadness. And it's like the only way for me to really like truly understand that like, okay, 
you're feeling this way for a reason. Let's talk about it. And that's the way I, I talk it out. And I, I just kind of process my emotions. So I feel like journaling is really nice. And like I've said in pre- previous episodes, like when you journal, it's for you. So write whatever the fuck you want because your eyes are the only ones reading it. And it just makes it even more of that safe space because I feel like we are the one person we can fully trust because we are in our body like at all times and we just know what's going on. So trust yourself, trust everything in your being and write whatever you want on those pages. And watching my favorite shows. So I have literally been like, I've I've been watching TV for a very long time now, obviously, Um, but I don't know. I feel like ever since I was younger, like television has just been that outlet for me and it is where I can like escape from reality. And it's like the whole point of like movies and TV shows is to take you away from reality and is to make you an established part of the fictional world that you're watching. And it's really beautiful what television and film can do. And that was one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to be like a film and television production major. Um, It's because I really appreciated the art that and the skill that it took to really transport a viewer and suck them into a completely different world for a specific amount of time and that's why we get hooked on so many shows and movies and i don't know about you guys but sometimes like when i get to the end of the series i become so attached with different characters that it's like kind of hard to watch it end because you know the ending and you like don't want it to end but you need to know how everything works out and if it like doesn't work out the way you wanted it to then there's like this unsettled feeling about you i don't know there's like certain shows that I'll watch and I'll skip specific episodes because I don't like how the episodes turn out or like the emotion. Like I'll get like secondhand embarrassment or I'll feel like really sad for a character or um, you know what I mean? And so, I mean, it means the person producing the show is like doing their job, like sucking you into like their realm of like through this TV screen. But also, I don't know, like it's kind of hard to like watch it all go down anyways um yeah or sometimes I'll watch shows because it gives me nostalgia of like my past and it really like reminds me of like my childhood especially like one of the shows I'm talking about is like Gilmore Girls and I've been like rewatching it again I've been rewatching that show like so many times since I was like six but I remember when I was really little one of my aunt's like really good friends loaned us um all the DVDs to Gilmore Girls of like all the seasons and it was like a family affair, like literally like Mino, Ozzy, my two brothers, my mom and my dad and myself, we would all sit down and we would watch Gilmore Girls. And I remember we would like watch it like at night after dinner and we'd all watch it as a family and we would only like keep going and watching all the episodes as a family. And so it was such a fun time. And so I always remember like my family when I think of Gilmore Girls and I don't know, it's like a show that literally my entire family like loves. So I associate a lot of good emotions with it. So whenever I watch it, I just feel really safe and secure. I don't know. Comfort show. Anyways, those are things I do like self-care wise for my mind. And then now for like my body, one of the biggest things, this may sound like really silly, but like I feel like laughing is so good for my body. I mean, I feel like laughing could fit into mind, body, and soul, but I wrote it for body because it's like, I don't know, like laughing occurs when you're surrounding yourself with people that like you enjoy or people that make you happy and so I don't know associating those good emotions with like laughing or those good people around you with like laughing I don't know it's just good for you good for your body good for your soul um going on walks by the beach and putting my phone on do not disturb 
and listening to a podcast or music I love. I think that's so good for my body because I love going on walks like anywhere, like outdoors. Because I, I just think it's like, it's a one place where you can kind of just sit down and everything. It's like, just focus on yourself. Like you, like you have no one to talk to. I mean, if you're going on a walk with someone, you have someone to talk to, which is also nice. But when you go on those walks alone, it's like, you've known to talk to but yourself so then you kind of just like get those gears moving in your mind and you kind of just get to self-reflect and something that I really like about um like walking it's because it's it's low-key like a journal for your mind if that makes sense so maybe this also could fit into mind but like I said like when you journal like you're physically writing things down on a piece of paper whereas when you're like walking I feel like you're talking to yourself in your head but it's like a verbal version of your journal, but just like in your mind. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, now onto soul. Like things I do, self-care for my soul, is I kind of said this earlier, but like surrounding myself with the best people and like people I love. Like I also just make it like an effort. Like I really like surround myself and hang out with the people that are really gonna make me happy and like if I feel like a negative energy from somebody or I feel like someone's like weighing me down, like I think it's best to continue to not surround yourself with them. And this kind of goes for everyone. If like there's someone in your life that's kind of just like weighing you down and you just feel like they're not positive influence on you, either have a chat with them and just like be upfront about how you're feeling. And, you know, maybe they didn't even realize they were acting this way and you're the, one of the first people to help them realize it or... Maybe you both are drifting apart and you kind of need to cut off this friendship or this relationship or whatever. But, like, being with people shouldn't be weighing you down. And this is one of the biggest things I I want to emphasize. Um, when I was going through, like, sorority recruitment and stuff and I was meeting some of the new girls, um, like, through recruitment, we, would, we had hung out afterwards, like, once they had been, like, you know, in my sorority, like, they had gotten their, their bid card, whatever, and I would be talking with them and some of the girls I'm really close with, we always talk about how when we're together, it doesn't feel like I'm losing energy. And I don't know if you guys have felt that before, but have you ever like hung out with someone and literally when you get out from hanging out with them, you're like tired, like you feel exhausted, like, like in all parts. And it's like, you're like physically exhausted, just like, ugh, and you're like mentally exhausted, because you're like, oh my god, I should have talked, like, for so long, like, ugh, whatever. And you had to use, like, a lot of, like, mind power to communicate with them, whatever it is. And yet, you just, like, feel tired. And it's like, that's not how, like, any type of relationship should be. Like, you shouldn't feel exhausted after hanging out with someone. Like, it, mind you, I mean, if you've had, like, a long day, and you're tired, and then you're going home, and you're like, oh, I'm tired. Like, that's different. But I mean, like, if you are hanging out with someone and they have literally drained your energy, like, that's not a good sign. And, like, something that, like, I talk about with my friends is that, like, it's nice when you've found those people that when you're done talking to them, you feel the same. Like, energy is the same. Happiness is the same. Like, like, you haven't, like, mentally, like, drained yourself from hanging out with them. So it's really nice to find those people that are going to make you, like, feel the same after you're done seeing them. I hope that makes sense. And, you know, also going off with, like, relationships, like, making the effort to connect with people is something so huge, too, when it comes to, like, self-care. Because it's, like, keeping connections is literally a two-way street. Like, not only one person should be doing all the work. And it's, like, I've been in those friendships before where it's, like, I'm always reaching out or I'm always doing this. And then it just sucks because it's, like, 
you care about this like friend of yours but it's like if they're not even making the effort to like communicate back with you like it's kind of just reflecting their thoughts and their emotions and also there's a difference if it's like busyness and stuff because I mean like I feel like with my friends and I we've all been really busy this last semester so we've been bad at like communicating every day but at least something I can count on is anytime I like text my friends and call them like we're gonna drop anything in our power to talk to that person or like we'll make time out of our way to see them or like whenever one of us is like home or like going back home like we'll like I said we'll we'll make the time to see each other but then there's those friendships where you talk to people and you ask them like to hang out or like you check in on them and they're not trying back you know I don't know you can always differentiate it um but yeah those are like really good like keeping good connections is really good for the soul I think and something else I love for the soul is painting like I'm not Picasso or anything y'all but I love to paint like I just love like putting color on a canvas like literally just putting color on a canvas because I try to paint my emotions sometimes and it really helps me exude a feeling like I can't deny and like paintings also weirdly get me through specific periods of my life and like for instance when I was going to transfer to Pepperdine um, I was really torn still about whether or not I should, like, stay at Point Loma or I should really go to Pepperdine. And so it was also during, like, quarantine time. So I had, like, nothing else to do. So I was sitting in my room and I was painting one night. And I made a painting that said, do what you love. Because I had seen this quote on, like, Pinterest. And I was like, wow, like, I love that. Like, do what you love. Like, it's so true for life. Like, literally do what the fuck you love. Like, actually. And... It was also at a time when I was finding my self-identity and trying to fully, like, focus on me. And so I made that painting. And it literally said, do what you love. And I put a bunch of bright, fun colors that, like, I loved and that made me feel happy on this canvas. And in order to, like, make it a reality, I hung it up on my wall. And the moment I hung it up, I knew I was really going to do what I love. And doing what I love was going to be transferring to Pepperdine. And so, like, self-care can just literally be seen in, like, thousands of different ways. And I feel like prioritizing self-care has always been emphasized really greatly in my family. And like I was saying, like, with Ozzy, like, this kid has the most, the most determined self-care routine, like, I've ever seen. So, yeah, after this kid, like, reads, or, like, before this kid reads, he does, like, his skincare stuff. And then he'll go and read and stuff. And then he'll go, like, work out. And then he'll, like, feed himself. And then he'll, like, devote time to working on his brand. Or devote time to working on his, like, music. And then he just, like, has a very distinct routine. Like, he gets shit done. Like, that kid is determined. And I, like, hope I can get a more solidified self-care routine like him. Because he really is, like, there for it. But self-care has always really been a emphasized thing in my family. And I think that's why I'm so determined to have, like... I don't know, I'm, I'm determined to prioritize my self-care, okay? And, like I said, like, self-care can also appear, appear in forms of, like, updating your wardrobe to fit your current aesthetic. Like, fashion and, like, focusing on, like, your fashion sense is a form of self-care. Because, for instance, like, I feel like I'm always online shopping or I'm, like, on Depop. Like, I'm trying to find pieces that are going to elevate my current wardrobe. And also another thing I've, like, realized about fashion is that like buying like those staple basic pieces that won't ever go out of style is such a good idea because when it comes to fashion you can literally like create your own 
fashion. Like you can create your own style, your own aesthetic. And then you can layer with more basics that you own. Or you can even add like fun, colorful pieces like to elevate like a look. And it's just like honing in on like what you love in a fashionable sense. Or like what you love that like to put on your body. And like how you can like exude your personality through like your clothes. Like I don't know. That is a form of self-care. Like finding out what you love. Like finding out what makes you feel confident. And what makes you feel your most true self. Because I've seen some people with some really cool and unique like fashion sense. And it really allows me to understand who they are a little bit more. Because it's like fashion really can like explain who you are. You know? And so I don't know. I love, 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 love fashion. So getting more into that and learning more about that has been a form of self-care for myself. And even working out is like another self of um, another self of self-care. Oh my god, another form of self-care. And like I said, I love walks, but I also love running. And I mean, like obviously I don't like run every day. Like I'm not trying to be like, oh my god, I run every day. Cause it's like I don't. Like I'm not like gonna lie. But I love running. Like when I do run, like I love it. And it's like I okay, honestly, something else. I wanna be the kind of person that like runs like at least like four times a week. Like I'm really trying here, y'all, but it's I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, okay? I'm gonna try. But, like I said, I love running. And going on a run really helps me clear my head. And I just love the adrenaline rush that I get from, like, a sprint. Like, at the end of a jog, I'll, like, sprint to, like, my end place. And, like, that weird adrenaline rush when you're, like, so exhausted and you're literally, like, giving your all and, like, running to the end is, like, so much fun. Um, I used to be in run club, okay guys, in elementary school, so this is where this love came from. I'm totally kidding. I've also been a really slow runner, like, my whole life. Like, I've always, I've, I've not been, okay, I've never been, like, the slowest, but I'm also never the fastest. I'm always, like, medium. Anyways, um, especially, like, when I'm running by the ocean, oh my gosh, or when I run somewhere quiet, it allows me to self-reflect and just think what's going on in my life. And like I said earlier, guys, it's like my journal, but instead of writing it down on paper, I'm, like, speaking it loud in my head um also skincare is another obvious form of self-care i didn't want to like start off the bat like skincare nighttime routine um but i think skincare is obviously another form of self-care and i love it and i love taking care of my skin because like y'all know i used to have really bad acne and i went on accutane so focusing on like keeping my skin healthy and like clean is something i always want to prioritize and one of my biggest motivations for this is that i think of it as that i got the chance to clear my skin okay i really got lucky and i had the chance to clear my skin with accutane and past ale with really bad acne would kill for my skin now like she literally would and she'd also do her best to keep it up if she had the chance to have the skin that i have now so i do it with that motivation and then i always just need to take care of my skin like right now and like have you guys ever been like in bed and you're just like Ugh, like I don't want to go do my skincare. I'm just going to go to bed. Like, I literally did it, like, two nights ago, and I went to sleep. But all I'm saying is, like, yeah, it's going to happen occasionally. But also, like, I always try to think, like, come on, Ale. If you're going to do it, like, just do it. Like, take care of your skin. Like, past Ale would be thanking you right now. So that's my motivation. And also, like, self-care can be in any way that you want it. Like, getting your hair done or, like, getting your hair cut or getting your nails done or your eyebrows done or... Like, if you want lash extensions, go do that. Like, whatever's going to make you happy. Even, like, buying a cup of coffee or going to buy your favorite food. Grocery shopping. Like, going into Barnes & Noble, walking around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
literally doing anything like baking like I love to bake and it's like I get really happy when I'm baking because it's kind of just like um there's something I always say but I was telling my mom because over Thanksgiving she was baking something and I was like are you baking it with love and she was like yes I'm baking with love and then some of her cookies came out like like bad not like they tasted bad but they didn't like look like because sometimes you'll make a cookie and it just doesn't come out the right way you want it to but my theory is that when you're not baking with love, then your cookies or whatever you're baking won't come out to the best it can be. But then her other batches that she was baking with love, they came out really nice. So, because that's happened to me. Like, I've, aggr- I've aggressively baked or I've, like, baked when I was in a bad mood. And then my cookies just came out like shit. Or I baked when I was, like, anxious or, like, something. Like, I don't know. Um, and they didn't come out fully the way I wanted them to. So you have to bake with love. Okay, guys? That's the key, that's the key to this episode. Bake with love. Um, but yeah, like don't ever be ashamed of like self-care. Okay. And it's something that should always be prioritized. And it's like I was saying too, like when I'm really tired to do self-care, I analyze some things and here they are. First, I think analyze your current state. Would it be bad to do your self-care right now? Whatever state you're in, whatever self-care activity you're thinking about doing, would it be bad to do your self-care right now? Also, would it be bad to partake in this activity of self-care? And if it's self-care, guys, the answer is almost always no. Because at least in my mind, I don't think it's bad to prioritize you. After all, it's your life. So you got to do what makes you happy. Even sometimes when you have a lot on your plate or you've been doing a lot of things for anything or anyone but yourself, you need to prioritize a break for yourself. I used to be very like, go, 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 and like never chilled and never allowed myself to focus on me. But I realized I'm a better version of myself when I partake in self-care and when I stay consistent trying to better myself. And I'm human, so it's not like I can do this perfectly every day, but all that matters is that I try every time. Some days maybe are not my best, but I'm also working on it. And it's like I'm giving... I'm working on giving myself my all each and every day. And I encourage you guys all to do the same. And like I said, guys, like self-care, I'm, I'm going to emphasize this. Self-care is whatever makes you happy. Okay. That's my definition of self-care. Whatever makes yourself happy is self-care. Okay. And so I encourage all of you to hone in on what you love and do what you love. I like, I just feel like do what you love. It's the simplest and most obvious, like, quote ever, but I love it and I live by it. And sometimes when I'm, like, really torn in, like, a situation and I'm just really confused, I'm just like, what do I love? Like, what's going to make me the happiest? And it just kind of makes the decision easier. Because sometimes it's, like, hard to, like, make certain decisions and choose what to do. But you have to think about yourself and, like, what's going to make you happy. And sometimes... If it's something where you have to be honest and like talk to someone about it or if it's an easy decision, it's going to make everybody happy. The biggest thing is that you're happy. Okay. And that you're content with it. So I encourage you guys to, you know, solidify those self-care routines or solidify those things that are going to make you happy and create your own self-care routine. Yours doesn't have to look like mine. You can use some of mine for ideas, but... Really, really, really hone in on what's going to make you guys happy. 
but I wanted to thank you guys so, so much for listening to this week's episode of She Talks. If you're not already following the She Talks podcast Instagram, go follow it. It's at She Talks Podcast with two T's at the end. Or if you want to keep up with us on TikTok, go follow at She Talks Podcast. I think there's two T's at the end as well on TikTok. But if you want to keep up with my personal life, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at underscore Ale Hurtado. That is A-L-E-H-U-R-T-A-D-O. Make sure to put the underscore in front of it. Or go ahead and follow me on TikTok because I'm always also posting on there as well. But go follow me on TikTok at underscore Ale Hurt. And that's it for this week's episode. I really want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in and just for showing me all the love and positivity you all have. I've really gotten a lot of love and feedback on my one-year episode and I'm just so 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 fucking grateful for each and every one of you like I don't even know how to explain it you all mean the world to me don't forget you are valid your feelings are valid and you're all so amazing and I love you so much but like I said that was this week's episode of she talks and I'll talk to you guys later bye love you